Alex Tufik is a restaurant veteran, and he's currently the Philly Mag writer for the Philly food and drink scene. He joins us to talk about his perspective and experiences in an industry that's struggling to survive. We talk about a dining world where ambiance has basically been leveled to outdoor picnic tables and a doomsday scenario where only change with big pockets will survive this pandemic. Alex also lends his insight into what positives will come from the pandemic, such as, will streeteries continue? Will the PLC be allowed to go cocktails to continue? Will the restaurant model remain a tip-based industry for servers? In a hysterical blunt round, Alex details an injury suffered while performing a drunken dance move. Uh, it's probably one of the funnier blunt stories we've heard doing this. Follow us on social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all as the Philly Blunt. Watch videos of our interviews on our Facebook page. Please support our sponsors, Shy Vintage Sports. Grab your Philly and sports gear at shyvintagesports.com or at their store at 13th and Walnut. Shy Vintage Sports, where every stitch tells a story. And johnville.com, J-A-W-N-V-I-L-L-E.com for the rants, ramblings, and observations of a Philly bloke. Johnville.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you consume podcasts. And most importantly, spread the word to your friends and family about what we're up to at the Philly Blunt. We hope you enjoy this uh, fun and interesting interview with uh, Philly Mag's Alex Tufek. It's the sound of Philadelphia. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Philly Blunt. My name's Johnny Goodtimes. I'm Reef. I am Greg. And we are extremely thrilled to have our guest this week to talk to us about uh, the most uh, radical year in the history of restaurants in Philadelphia from uh, Philly Mag and FUBU's Alex Tufik. Alex, welcome to the show. Welcome, Alex. Thank you Alex. so right. much for having welcome. me. Thank you for having welcome. me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I don't even know where to begin because things that you were writing about a year ago, you probably look at that those things you wrote and are like that none of that even makes sense to me like it was like you wrote on a different planet absolutely i mean like i i will say that there was a piece that i wrote that never it it ran in print and it never went on it never went online because by the time the pandemic hit it was like in that little like window and uh, it was a piece that was sort of like a critical of service in Philly, like the service, like table service, like literal table table service. Uh huh. And I was like, I can't criticize anything anymore. It's it's over. All the crit- the critique is gone. <laughs> right. right, right. I'm in full like support mode. At least I mm-hmm. try to be. Right. Yeah, you can't really critique anybody now. They can just be terrible, and you still have to say, "Go get them, yeah. tiger." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah now, right, right, right. Now, yeah, I had, I had a, a bad experience recently. You know, eating outdoors, and I was like, I, "I'm, I, I'm not going to tell anybody where it yeah, was." I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Like, I'm already, you know, I'm already old school enough that if I have a bad experience, I'm going to send an email, right? Like, I'm not going to go to Yelp. And be like, oh, I, I, I deserve. I'm. This is me, you know. Like that was always. I was always. I always hated that sort of uh, aspect of the the critical. You know, the, the the critiquing. I like the professionals critiquing the restaurants, right? Like, yeah, I like, yeah, I yeah. like Yelp. I like I like the grading. I like to see how many stars the thing has before I try it. I think that's really helpful. But I also feel like sometimes it's just an opportunity to bash something. To <laughs> I mean, it's just like if you look at the percentages, the amount of people who complain on Yelp versus like say something positive on Yelp. Are, I mean, the difference is astronomical. It's a, Yelp is a place to complain. <laughs> right, right. You know? Right. Um, so 
how did you uh sorry reef go ahead no i was gonna ask so when you are reviewing a place is the bottom line for you the food because like if the service is crappy or the the ambiance isn't great but the food is fantastic does that equal okay i'm gonna say this place you should go eat there okay so for i'm gonna get one thing out of the way i'm not i I am not a critic i'm not a food critic i am somebody who's who gets to be critical about food but i'm not like i'm not the official critic of i got you the magazine that being said i I, yeah yeah, but that being said i am you know i i love to be that would be jason i guess yeah, Jason Sheehan's right. the, he's the food critic. Right. Or yeah, yeah right. He's, he's a nobody. <laughs> he 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 he's not a Philly blunt guest. Come on. <laughs> who cares who this guy is? Yeah, this, this is, is all, this, this is your, this let's is talk about who we got here. Take over, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is he, I, I, the take reason over, I say man. that the reason I say that is because I I I don't want to be like, yeah, when I go and critique restaurants, it's, not, it's I'm I'm sort of like the umbrella and then one of yeah, and and Jason the critic, he sort of writes for me and I, I edit his work, but yeah. I do get to be critical about restaurants. And I will say that I don't, th- I think there was a time when foods was food was always like the, it was sort of like the main thing that you go for, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that food can save bad service or food mm-hmm. can save like a, a horrible ambiance, which I like, I don't even know what that means anymore, but like, right. I, I think, I think like one can always say like, I've, I've been to a restaurant where the food was like very mediocre, but the service was so excellent that like, mm-hmm. you know, I fell in love with the restaurant. And to, to be honest, there are so many times where I would say that ha- that has happened so many more times than food being the thing that r- really stuck out to me. You, you eat out enough, everything sort of, sort of starts tasting the same. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So the, the 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 service and the the ambiance and so forth take on more meaning after a while, I guess. For but, sure, for sure, for sure. But, and, I, and a lot of times, I think it's more, in 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 many ways, more important than the food. Yeah, yeah. but like I mean, now we're in this. Gotcha we're in this situation where ambiance is always going to be a picnic table near cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really leveled the playing field. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. right. Food better be on point yeah. right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, every picnic table is the same at this point. Right. Um, right. But I still think that, so I think that probably the, the sort of the irony is that probably service matters now more than it ever did. Because yeah. you're going to go back to places where you're getting good service and your friends are working. Uh, you know, you want to support your friends that are in the business who are going through hell. Um, right. But, but you know, like that's going to matter so much more because like you said, like the, the, um, the ambiance just doesn't really exist. They all are picnic tables next to right. cars. Right. Um, I will. Yeah. I think that like, it's also like impossible to expect anything from anybody right now. So I, when I go to a restaurant right now, whatever I get, I'm, I am happy. I am grateful. I am, you know, I, yeah. I, they're, they're, you know, people are risking their lives, their, their, right. their mm-hmm. physical lives to serve me food, which is insane. That's an insane thing to say. Right. I, I, every time I go out to eat, I think about it. I can't not think about it. I can't stop thinking about it. But like I'm not I'm not going in and being like this better be good service. I'm I'm sort of going in <laughs> right. and being like I, I hope to have food that isn't like takeout Indian for the fifth time in a week. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> right. but it, we are getting to a point where you're gonna demand some kind of heat now. So that's the big scramble now. Yeah, so, trying to perfect yeah. their heat systems. 
Yeah, I saw that was an article you guys just put up was talking about trying to get, um, you know, people are trying to get grants for the heating systems, but the grants, they won't know till December 31st. You got to get a heating yeah, yeah, system yeah, for yeah. December 31st. Like, yeah, yeah. Know, hey, I mean, it gets cold December, like December, just here's a coat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be a run on these heaters. It's not like December. They're going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And it, also the amount, I mean, again, this is any expecting anything from anybody is crazy right now, but the the total pool that they're giving out for their grant is three hundred thousand dollars, and that Ooh. and they're only giving out, you know, the grants come out at like five thousand dollars at a time. So, you know, you get sixty restaurants that get this grant, and there's six thousand in Philly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that right? Is that kind of what the number is? Is there I about think, six thousand restaurants? I think. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I fully. I mean, are you? Do you think you're like within a thousand? Those like over four thousand. I think so. I think. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, that that includes every kind of restaurant, but yeah, yeah. Still, sixty restaurants is so such a small number, right? And like everything that everybody is doing right now is survival, right? Sure. Every every single move that a, a restaurant owner makes is in the name of survival. And it's like, it's like pretty, it's just, it's pretty dire. It's pretty, it's pretty like doomsday right now. Yeah. You wrote a piece about a uh, Serpico. I looked on like Uber Eats or one of the apps and I was like, what is this like Pete's place? I've never heard of it. And I saw the article. I saw you did. Yeah. And then you did it. It's like Peter Serpico is now running like noodles and fried chicken out of the same space where he had Serpico. Yeah. And like, you know, if, if I mean, this is nitty gritty stuff, but if you've be- ever been to Serpico on South Street, it's it's like one of the most one of the prettiest dining rooms in Philadelphia. Um, right. One of the prettiest dining rooms in the Stephen Starr Empire. Um, it's like a, this whole place was made for him, built from from nothing to this this beautiful like room for him for this chef, and now he's serving noodle look on Grubhub, and it's like I mean that kind of plummet not plummet but like it's not like he's less of a chef for this right. Right, but that kind of you know the radical the levels, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so where where is this place at? And is it named? It's on, the, it's on South Street. Salon? Yeah, six hundred yeah. block of South yes. Street. Six and South. Yeah. Okay. Is it named yeah. after? It the used Salon to be a Foot Locker. Uh, no, it's not named after the movie. <laughs> no. I would uh, think that would be a, that would be fucking awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it's it is would it Pacino. Awesome. It's Pacino, isn't it? Yeah, Pacino, hey, Serpico. They want me I, dead, man. I thought you said Stallone. I thought you yeah, said yeah, Stallone. Yeah. I did yeah. say Stallone. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just right, loving yeah. all us Italian Americans together. That's, right. that's right. So close that's to right. Columbus Day, too, Reef. That that's hurts. Right. Watch that's it, right. Reef. Watch yeah, it, Reef. That's right. You see what you see? What's going on? That's right. yeah. <laughs> so you wrote a piece. You wrote a piece um, a couple of months ago that caused a lot of waves. I mean, and, and, and kind of blew up. I saw it and, you know, mentioned in like the LA times and, and that piece basically said, we need to take a step back from everything we know about restaurants and we need to be ready to completely re-envision what a restaurant is. Right. Like, like this was a, this was kind of in a way, this was a reckoning that restaurants were going to have at some point. And this sped up the reckoning, right? Like, like, I think so. Yeah. I, yeah, I was always under the impression that, I mean, when the pandemic first started, it was like, we'll, we'll be out of this in a month. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, and then after, you know, three months, we're like, oh shit, we're, we're in this for the long haul. So 
I, I thought there was no way in that month, there was no way there's going to be enough change. I, I, I was writing articles. I was writing pieces that were like, see, these are all the problems. And in my head, I was like, well, you know, once this is over in a month, it's all going to go back to normal. But then as, as soon as it started sticking around, like as soon as we saw that it wasn't going away anytime soon, and then as people started protesting and like, oh my God, there's, there's actually going to be changed this time. Um, yeah. And now, you know, I, I can't, I can't imagine restaurant, the restaurant industry going back, like reverting back to its old model. I, I mean, it's obviously going to happen right away. Like as soon as restaurants can, you know, finally reopen at its full capacity, they're probably going to start out at a place where it's like, we're going to do this the only way we know how for the time being, and then we can change. But over time, there's, you know, this is going to change. Everything's going to change. I don't think that restaurants, the way they were, I don't think they were built for, built for a pandemic. Right. And, and so the, the, you, you do think there will be radical change, but the thing it's like, they're kind of, the, the thing that was weird to me is like, you're ha- hearing all of these, uh, you know, you're seeing a lot of these protests that go against restaurants. Like we demand more rights. Yeah. We demand health care. We demand all these things. And the timing for those things is impossible. Right. I like, I mean, like, it's yeah, never the right sure. time. It's never for the sure. right time to protest for that. But no restaurant owner, they're all basically staring over into the abyss. Right. Like, exactly. This is, exactly. This is- I mean, it was it was it was the it was a confluence of the worst things in, that could possibly happen to every single you know facet of the restaurant industry happening all at once. So like you know when when people get scared they act in fear and then they lost their jobs and they're like hey why do I don't why don't I have a job right now and they look behind them and it's the restaurant owner <laughs> you know right. and there's no one else to look at so and and then on top of that you know there's a million think pieces about the the changes that should be happening in the restaurant industry. And you, you start reading those and you start looking at your place of work and you're like, okay, something's not adding up. So what are some of those changes you've been reading about? I mean, I, so I wrote about this. I, 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 basically the, the reason I wrote that big piece is I, I worked, so just as background, I worked in the restaurant industry. I, I worked in the, I worked in it for like over 10 years. I worked in Philly restaurants and some of the, some of the bigger Philly restaurants. Um, and I also wrote about it. So I have both perspectives, right? And I, I saw, I, I, from, from the inside, you, you know that this industry wasn't meant to be anything other than what it was. This industry wasn't supposed to be a professional industry. This in- industry wasn't meant to be like, um, you know, like a career on food a network. Career. It wasn't, it was never and meant to be certain people were going to be millionaires, right? Like that no, was, right. Yeah, of course of not. Of course not. Yeah. And like, to be honest, like the people who did make it a career, it was like a novelty. We called them career servers. Like it was like a, it was a separate thing. And everybody who was in it wanted to get out of it or had plans to get out of it. You, this was an interim, interim position, an interim right. job. Right. right. Um, and as soon as people started like, trying to make it more than that. And that could come from like, you know, the media trying to make it more than that. People working within the industry, making it more than that. The expectations of the diners trying to make it more than that. As soon as that started happening, it all sort of came undone. Um, And then the pandemic came in and pushed it. (laughs) 
Right. Uh, you know, cause I, it's interesting. I mean, I worked in the restaurant business and, you know, one of the awesome things about it was there's very few, I don't know of any other workforces that are as diverse, you know, right. like, like you had so many different people all working as a team. And there was a certain beauty to that whole thing of, of where we like, ultimately that food arriving on your table is 10 people working together all through all these systems. Right. And like, yeah, and like that was, that was kind of cool, you know, and at the same time, I know you wrote about in that article that, but there's a lot of variance from the server to the dishwasher. Right. And like yeah. those people are making very different money, very different uh, amounts per hour, but they might be, uh, but they're, they're working at the same, you know, they're working I just mean, hard. I, I, I would say that the dishwasher works harder than anybody in the restaurant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a server. I, I you know it's, I think a, a server, I love being a server. It was easy money. I, it's, it's hard work, but it's easy money. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, totally. Um, and I don't, I don't think I should have been walking out of a restaurant on a given night with 300 bucks in my pocket when the dishwasher wasn't making less than minimum wage. I mean, to me, that's insane, but we were all sort of like part of it, right? We were all doing that and like putting our heads down and getting our money and then leaving. And then the idea was that wasn't forever. We, we would be in this right. thing and then we would get out of this thing. Yep. Oh, it yeah. wasn't right. forever. And I just don't think, yeah. Yeah. And then to be honest, I look back on my time in the restaurant industry and I look at, I, I have such fond memories of, you know, it, it was really fun and you work with, I, you work with like everybody you work, yeah, <laughs> you work with yeah. people like you would never talk to I, in your I whole always life. tell people I always tell people them I never laughed as hard as I did when I'm when I was I was a dishwasher at the spirit of Philadelphia for about two oh two years <laughs> oh, wow, and man. I was working with there was ex-cons there was old yes. men cussing people yes. out there was like you know it was characters. It was it's, awesome. it's characters. It was awesome. You, know? you go yeah. to the kitchen. Yeah, you go to the kitchen and <laughs> and like, you know, you've got these two people in the kitchen that, that would never, ever have a conversation. Yeah. We would never be in each other's neighborhood, would never. And they're screaming at each other. And then an hour later, they're like hugging and they're like having yeah. a drink together, you know, a yeah. shift drink. And you're like, yeah. this is, all, you know, like this is awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. so totally, like, totally. so brief, where were you at? You were at the spirit of Philadelphia. Yeah, I was a dishwasher uh, post-college. Uh, I'd, I'd uh, dropped out of UArts in 2000. So, yeah, the mm -hmm. summer of 2000 up until, like, the summer 2001, I was mm -hmm. a dishwasher on the Spirit of Philadelphia. They threw me on the... Uh, <laughs> They threw me on the meat line thing where you cut people's meat, and I was, like, cutting whole steaks for people. They, so oh. they, they didn't ask. It was my one chance to get out of there. But, you know. Yeah. No, nice. like, I was, I, mean, I was, you gotta I, be where you gotta be. I was back at the house. I'm always back at the house, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was a cook out of college with a college degree at Hooters, the the one that was <laughs> sinking ship on the river, it was on that ferry or whatever. <laughs> it was like the hardest job I ever had. Uh, how about you, Alex? What, what were some of the places you worked? Oh, I worked at. Uh, in Philly, I worked at like the big fancy one. I worked at was Il Patore, which was an Italian restaurant in Center City. I remember that. Um, it was a Steven Star restaurant, yeah. And then I worked at like a bunch of BYOs. I worked at, at the time it was it was called Fittler Dining Room. Now it's Trattoria Carina. Mm -hmm. I worked at Nord. I worked at a place called Nuff, which is also his restaurant, the same owner. Mm -hmm. um, I worked at uh, the Dutch, also his restaurant. Oh, I sort of worked man. within his little his a little great circuit. brunch at the Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live I live in Pensport, so now, now we go there. 
we used to go there often. Mm-hmm. Um, are you um, are you dining in these days? Inside? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. All right. Are I any have... of us? I'm not doing this myself. <laughs> no. No. I. I. We did it one time, like down in Maryland, like on our way down to see my parents, and it. Was but it, it was like we we looked. It, uh, yeah, it was a little bit, but it was like lunch and it was like nobody else in the place. So it was like, you know, like yeah. I feel pretty good about this. Like there's nobody here. Like, like I'm not going to, you know, unless my server has COVID, I'm not going to get it. So like right. totally, it's yeah. no different than eating, not much different, at least than eating outdoors. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's, that's been it. I, that's, all, that's the only indoor um you know, it's like it's like me and uh, you know Mayor Kenny. You know, we only eat indoors. <laughs> we're in Maryland. Like the Chesapeake, yeah, man. Yeah, the yeah, but Maryland only, guys. Like, come on, come on, give us a break. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, see, man. I don't see the. I have no interest, and it's so, it's so crazy because, like, you know, I, 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 I just went to uh, where was I? Oh, I was in Connecticut. I don't know why I was in Connecticut. But I was in Connecticut, and uh, I was at a hotel and to get to the outdoor patio, you have to go through the dining room and I'm used to Philly where it's all empty, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. There, there, the dining room was like, you know, full, it was a full dining room and I'm just walking through it. I've never been more, I was like freaking out. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like covered (laughs) in COVID right now. But, but like the dining room used to be the most comfortable place in the world for me. That was like, that was like my, you know, well, that's the thing. It was like, I, it's like a getaway, like the whole yeah. ambiance and everything. And then now it's just a constant reminder, like the visors. And when uh, I yeah, go yeah, in to, I go in to get a drink and there's no getting away from it. Your servers are all like goggles or visors and masks. It's yeah. Not, not a Listen, comfortable I, spot. I just went to, I just went to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this past weekend. And Such a great bar. Such you know, a, great bar. a phenomenal bar. I had phenomenal drinks, of course. Um, and they have a, they have a picnic, picnic table set up outside across the street. And, um, the Hannah, who's the owner who owns it with Chad, she was like serving us that night. And she had like the, the, the mask, the goggles, and the mask on her. She, I mean, she was like fully the, the most yeah. I've ever, like almost looked like a helmet. Right. <laughs> um, and she was, you know, it was lovely. We had a, an amazing dinner. The food was amazing. Um, and then it, this is like such a, it was such a moment for me. I like, I can't stop thinking about it. They live above the restaurant. The owners live above the restaurant and they just had a baby. And she went upstairs to like go feed the baby. And we were out, we were downstairs and she opens the third floor window and calls down to us and is like, Hey, is everything okay? You guys okay? <laughs> she's holding her baby, <laughs> holding her baby, screaming down to us on the third floor to see if we need anything. And she has like, a, you know, the mask on. It's just crazy. It was such a moment, yeah. like a pandemic, like, right. I'll right. never forget yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, it's like sometimes it becomes our new normal. And then all of a then sudden, there, yeah, there's, exactly. one, there's that one moment and you're like, oh, that's right. This is crazy as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Right. I've been having right. a lot more right. moments like that lately. You know, I think we just yeah. been pushing through for so long and it's like starting to like become n- n- normal and it's not normal. You can right. never, it can never be normal, you know? That's right. That's right. Right. That's right. Um, so one thing somebody said, and, and I want to get your, your thoughts on this. It said if, uh, in an Atlantic article I read, uh, people don't understand if we don't figure this out, the result will be the homogenization of our foodscape. Choosing between Subway and Papa John's is what we should be afraid of. Um, is that something that you're really worried about? 
yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> I. The th- the, here's the thing: it's people with money will survive. Mm-hmm. The businesses with money will survive, right. and do. most restaurants don't have money. Right. That's that's the math, right? Right. Yeah, pretty simple. So, so those the restaurants that don't have money, which is all the ones that we love, the ones that we write about, the ones that I give a shit about, all mm-hmm. of those are at risk right now. They're in danger, and they're they're strictly like they're straight up in danger of going extinct, right? And then what's left? You got like the ones with money, and then the ones with money are the ones that like we don't. And those are the chains, right? Those are the ones that we don't really want. Or if we do want them, we want them for a specific reason. But, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't, they don't define a city. You know what I mean? Right. They, right. Don't, give, they don't give character to a place. And that's a damn shame if we lose that. That's a really sad thing. Well, it's become so much of, of our identity as a city was the food yeah. bar scene over the last 20 years. It was, it was like sports and then food, which is crazy. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you see any upside, any positive coming out of this at all? It's so funny. I'm, we're, I'm working on a, a package for the magazine about um, sort of the state of the industry, the state of the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. And I am being forced because <laughs> in my head, I'm being, I'm like, I'm not, I'm very pessimistic about all of this. I, and, you know, I shouldn't be, yeah. I, I'm sort of like inclined to be, but. Are you, are you pessimistic and, in general, in life? No, it's, okay. it's, I'm looking at the thing, I'm looking at everything I know about restaurants and I'm like, this yeah. is, this is it. This is like, you know, this is doomsday, right? I, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm a generally positive person, but I can't, it's hard to be right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And. So I'm being forced by my editors to ask the questions of like, what are the good things, right? And what can we like, it can't all be doom and gloom. Right. And I, there are some things. So like, for example, the streets right now are, you know, those streeteries. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. If we awesome. can keep that forever. Yes. I we have to keep love it forever. that. Yeah. We have to keep it forever. We cannot yeah. let. I can't imagine going back. Let, right. Right. I cannot. We, I cannot. We cannot possibly allow City Hall to say, well, we need those parking spaces back. Like, oh, yeah. no, that, oh, no, yeah. you don't no. get them back. The, the parking yeah. spaces are gone. And if you try to get them back, we're, we're, we're going to turn we're gonna do like we want it. Like we want a World <laughs> Series. We're going to flip the cars over. We're going to set them on fire. All right? That's right. That's, That's right. Your, yeah. This city's obsession with parking spots or just parking in general is <laughs> unbelievable and needs to be addressed. Like someone needs to like, we need a solution here because it's, right. it's crazy. Like it's, I live in South Philly. There's no, there's no solution. People just got to die off. I mean, it's just gotta, that's the only solution, man. There's got to be a generation. Got attrition, just yeah. attrition. Yeah, it's just old yeah. Heads so I'm, I'm really happy to get to lose parking spaces. I'm, I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm also, you know, a lot of things were sort of born. A lot of concepts were born from the, from the pandemic. So like, all these pop ups are happening. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. He, he, yeah. he warned me ahead of time. He does yeah. not Uh-oh. have COVID. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't have COVID. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's not. It anyway. does sound like an awful dry cough, though. <laughs> it is, but I've had this my whole life. It's not a whole, it's, it's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Yo, um, I was around people the other day and I had to sneeze and I like held it. Oh, for, like, three yeah. Years. That's right. how fucking crazy this shit is. Yeah. I held it because I was like, I'm not sneezing around people. I'm not going to let them think I got this shit. Yeah. <laughs> my allergy's been crazy with ragweed. Who knew in the fall ragweed's a problem? But my, yeah, I've been sneezing can't, everywhere. You can't even sneeze, man. Mm-mm. You can't even sneeze. <laughs> yeah. 
the problem, the problem is more, the problem <laughs> more is like, is the anxiety, right? Like you cough and you're like, Oh, I got it. You know oh, no, I'm, I'm worried about I cough and people are like, shame, shame, get out of here. The bells are ringing. Shame. Right. Let the man finish this. Go ahead. What were you yeah. saying, bud? Oh, so anyway, I, I, what I'm saying was that all these pops of, pop-ups came from this, right? We have, we've mm-hmm. seen like, you know, I, there's a Haitian pop-up that opened that I'm really excited about. Johnny um, caught it already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's going through the screen. Moving fast. It's moving fast. Um, also markets are open there like you know bibu which is a you know a fancy french restaurant in south philly now is is a is a market like a french market and then we have we saw like kalaya which is that thai restaurant that in the italian market um she opened her own little market there's another market opening in the italian market so we're seeing like like boutique markets opening and i love that and like a, i'm like a huge fan of like if, we, if this city could be full of like river wards produce which is mm-hmm. like you know it's like a little love mm-hmm. it's like a lovely all-year farmer's market in, in kensington mm-hmm. if we can get that everywhere in the city that'd be you know that'd be amazing we have such a weak market game yeah 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 right um, sure. so yeah there are things that like the pandemic spurred that like are good and i hope stick around mm-hmm. it's just i have a very romantic feeling toward restaurants and the way restaurants were those like imperfect things were so right. beautiful to me right. and that I'm heartbroken about like that's like yeah. le- I'm legitimately heartbroken that that that's that probably will go away or change into something else and I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm curious right. have you talked to any servers to get their perspective of any positives that have come out of this? I haven't no I haven't talked you know because all the servers my, my I know are miserable. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. of course I, of course yeah <laughs> yeah um I mean, they're also dealing, they're also dealing with people who like, I mean, people are acting totally different than they would in a restaurant if if it was like normal times in a restaurant. Like people aren't tipping the same way they used to. Right. Like they're, they're talking to their servers differently. It's like, it's a whole different, like, it's almost like restaurant week forever now. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The assholes are are just even louder. Yeah. They're just, yeah. They're out and about. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I went out recently and it the tip was already added and we're talking for two people. This wasn't like a six top, like for two people it was added. It's about time. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with because, you know, I worked in a restaurant, so I'm already going to tip well. But like, I think, do do you think that's something that we're going to go to pretty quickly? I mean, you know, because you talked in that piece about a lot of changes that you foresee in the in the future. I also read something that there's going to be, um, you know, three stages, right? Like now, post vaccine and five years down the road. Right. right? So So what what are the changes that you see happening like almost immediately and what are the changes you see further down the road once maybe we're out of the pandemic but we're still into this kind of whatever this new world's going to look like It's so hard to tell man I I mm-hmm. it, I, I struggle with that question I he, here's what I'll say the changes we'll see immediately mm-hmm. will be the lasting effects of the pandemic and whatever it did to the restaurant industry not going away that was so much has changed because of the restaurant industry. The things that don't go away after restaurants reopen, those are going to be very like significant changes in the restaurant industry. For example, like the streeteries, that's like a, that's an example. Like if those don't go away, that's a huge change. That'll change the restaurant landscape forever. Right. Right. That's, that's, you know, that's a lot of influx of cash that restaurants didn't have before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I, you know, going into the future, I tipping, I, 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 again, I, I can't see us going back. I can't see us going back to like, no, we're not going to be paying our servers anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to, you know, <laughs> we're going to pay our chefs or our cooks um, an hourly and then our servers get, you know, 400 bucks in their pocket when they walk. I, I can't see that being the model moving forward. I, that's, I think that's going to change. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm reticent to say that because it, do, it hasn't worked historically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've seen many restaurants try it and fail. And like, you know, even the most successful restaurants in history tried it and failed. Like the Danny Meyer group, we saw them try it and they, right. I mean, it, it, they didn't fail, but like it, it was supposed to, that was when they did it, when Danny Meyer in New York did it, it was supposed to start something. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like a wave and it was not <laughs> right. like nobody followed their lead. You know, mm-hmm. what do you think about, do you think to go cocktails will be here to stay? I would love to go. Cocktails <laughs> to stay. Like I, what, what the pandemic did specifically to the, liquor laws in this in this city because oh, we have man. you know that's we have the worst yes we yeah. have the worst <laughs> yeah. liquor laws in the country yeah i was talking to <clears throat> a person i know who works he's a wine distributor and he was saying the only other place is utah that has like similar to <laughs> and he's like and he's like it's not even bad that bad for them like we are the, we have it the worst <laughs> Yeah. So, oh man. Yeah, people from you, people from Salt Lake or in Philly, yeah. like, where the no. hell do I have to go yeah. to get drunk exactly. around here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That blows. So nuts. That blows. So nuts. So yeah. So there's there's a chance that the you know the, the all the changes that will happen in the PLCB, I hope, stick around forever. Like, you know, we're seeing a bunch of like wine shops open that are attached to restaurants or like are part of restaurant concepts. That would be so. I mean, if we can get a million of those in the city, that would be great. Um, yeah. The liquor delivery's good. You get some liberty spirits or whatever delivered yeah, yeah, to you. Yeah. All that. Like, we're so behind as a city. Like, yeah. And, and all this is also like, you know, these are these are money opportunities for business owners. Yeah. If they yeah. if they were able to do this, they would have more money so they wouldn't be, you know, making 4% profit mar- margins at a successful right. restaurant, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we the PLCB is such a such a huge part of why restaurants don't make money in Philly. Such a huge mm-hmm. part, yeah. Those guys suck. Yeah, hate them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and and I wonder what your thoughts are too in terms of you know. I think when we take that, you know, when we took that step back, and I know this was addressed in the um, in in that really important piece you wrote in Philly Mag. Like, like, let's be honest, restaurants in in Center City were almost all owned by a white male. Almost all the chefs were white males, and it was a most of the consumers were, were, were white people. Like, like it was a balkanized situation. Like it was, you went yeah. into the city and went out to eat. That was, that was the whole thing. And, and, you know, to some degree, we kind of um, took, needed that step back to say, wait a second, this isn't representative of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is, no, I mean, not at all. I, and, you know, I, I will say, I, I take a lot of responsibility for, contributing to that world i i you know i i was part of the system i like i came up in the restaurant industry when it was booming in philly i was working in them i saw which things were getting attention and then i took that right into my writing world and i did you know i perpetuated the whole thing right so i over the years i've been trying so hard to you know 
shift the mindset of, you know, my own mindset, but on top of that, the, the magazine's mindset when it comes to this stuff, like which mm. things we're supposed to be glorifying, who we're supposed to be glor- glorifying, why are we glorifying, you know, specific things. I, I'm trying to change my whole mindset when it comes to that. Um, and I'm, you know, we're making headway. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, you know, it's like, it's like the rest of the world. It, the, the restaurant industry is a microcosm of the rest of the world. Right. It's, right. it's all changing. And it's just a matter of like how much pushing we're doing behind it. All right. We want to uh, take it to the blunt. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Let's so go. we are uh, going to hit you rapid-fire questions, rapid-fire answers. All right, here we go. If you had to eat the same food every day for the next year, what would it be? Oysters. That's like my locked and loaded question. What? Wow. Oysters? Yeah. Did not yeah, I love, what? I, I love oysters. I love I, wow. you know, baked, raw. I, like, I love oysters. That's like my, my number one food. Wow. Yeah. Did you go on the prom and did you have a good time? The prom? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought they were all going to be food questions. No, <laughs> no, like, no, man. No, 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 like, no, how no. is this a food day? Is there a food day? <laughs> what kind of food was you in your prom? prom. And how was it? Did you go on your prom? Did you go on your prom and tell us if you had a good time? Did, did it? Did it? I went well? on my. I went to my prom and I don't like dances, and so I, I, you know, I had like I was sort of just there and going through the motions. You don't like dancing. No, I'm not. <laughs> Do I look like a dancer? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not like a. I don't love dancing. So yeah, yeah. Well, Reese we'll got you on the rope, so I'll, I'll try and finish this off. Uh, boxers briefs or boxer briefs or commando. A boxers briefs or boxer bikini. I'm, what are you I'm, rocking? I'm a boxer briefs person. I I think people who wear boxers straight up are psychopaths. <laughs> oh yeah. You can't yeah, get that. I, you, you're the free swing and you need a support. You need, I mean, we all need support and it, it, it gets, it gets, you know. <laughs> I mean, I tend to agree. Well, I, I feel like, I feel like Greg let you off easy. Um, I want to put you back on the ropes that Reef put you on. Uh, <laughs> when you, when you do dance, what is that dance song? All right. Let it's me tell you, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you a like story. When the camera's that, like, off, you're going to be like, all right, now I got what's it. What's the song? What's the song? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <gonna> make you- <laughs> Come on, we know a song. Come on, there's yeah. a song you dance around the apartment yeah. to, Alex. Come on. My, my no, pony. My here. pony. We're all yeah, friends yeah, yeah. Here. I, I do the whole, <laughs> the whole dance for my pony. Um, I, I Rocking the genuine. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I have a... I don't have a song. I, no? I, I don't think no. I listen to music in that way. I, I, straight, I'm, I, I don't want to... You know, I'm not trying to be not fun, but I don't think I listen to music... To see which ones I dance to, I just like, you know. Okay. That being said, I'll right. tell you a story real quick. It was, I think, uh, it was uh, my college graduate. Uh, it was my friend's college graduation party, and we, I got very, very drunk, and it was at like a country club or something. I don't know. And they put music on, and you know, the only time I will dance is if I'm like, you know, like fucked up, right? I, I have to be like really, really drunk to dance. Yeah, what a weirdo. <laughs> and no, like i decided greg, greg will just dance in the drop I'm sober like i can't if i get a drop of alcohol in me i can't even dance 11 a.m he's just going to the coffee <laughs> yeah, 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 shop yeah. like right. i'm too high strung um and 
I was so drunk that I decided I, I can do the worm. <laughs> I can do the worm. And uh, I tried to do the worm is... when I was drunk. And I slammed my, my chin against the ground when I was doing it. And I busted my chin open. And I had to go to the hospital in front of... It was... It was the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> oh, wow. I stood oh, up, like, after I was done the work. I didn't You're just rolling around on the ground, screaming in pain. <laughs> no, no, I got I didn't feel it. I got up. Just and I was blood dripping. Blood out of my <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> it was so, so embarrassing. You had to tell the ER doctor. <laughs> yes. So, so how'd you get this? <laughs> I was doing the worm, yeah, Doc. She, yeah. I'll never forget her I was, face. She looked I me in the eyes. And I, worm. She, yeah, she said, how'd you do it? I was like, I, did, I was doing the worm. And she oh, tried so God. hard not to laugh in my face. And she put it, like, she started, like, you know. She, like, oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's an all-time great. Oh, that's an all-time great. Oh, my know. God. So, like, after I, that, I'm not dancing. That's it. No, now that we know yeah. the full story, now it all makes sense. Like, now it all comes together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, is it on me? I don't even know how yeah. you follow that up. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, movies? Are you more of a Spielberg big action adventure or more of like a Tarantino guy? I love, I love. I just watched uh, Django Unchained like two days ago. <laughs> nice. Um, right. I will say I love action movies. I love action movies and it's like specifically like John Wick, that kind of like action movie. Yeah, yeah. Very into stuff. that. That's good stuff. Very into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have this match on Tinder. You really want to impress a lady or whoever. Where do you get your? Where do you get wings? <laughs> you it feels like I, I feel like I'm being attacked. I, I wrote. I wrote. A, there are no. Oh, so you know. <laughs> I don't. Know. I wrote a thing. Yeah. Oh, I wrote a thing. I, I said there's no good wings in Philadelphia. Oh, you did. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. even know. What? Oh yeah. man. Actually, you know what? I don't. I wouldn't really argue with that. I've never had wings. I don't know of a spot in Philly that's everybody. Everybody reacts wings. that way. They're like, no, and then they think about it for a second, and they're like, wait. Every every wing I've ever had in Philly tasted exactly like the other wing, and there's nothing remarkable about any wings in the city. That being okay. said, okay. okay. I just that being I said, I have. I'm from Whoa, South Jersey. Who's yeah. wings? Okay, here we go. Who's wings, Johnny? Who you got? Well, he's he's. I, I'm I'm guessing. Hold on, I want I want to. I'm guessing you're gonna go the anchor. The anchor? No, jug yeah. handle in. Like, jug handle. Jug no, that's what I. That's what I was. That's what yeah. I was. Saying. Yeah. Aren't they like yeah, breaded? Yeah, 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 that's the other one. It's we no. Like it's like a. It's like a. It's like a farm on the side of a. Yeah. It, not a farm. It's like. It's like a bar. Yeah. On, yeah. A, on a on a jug handle in Jersey. It's downstairs, yeah. right? No, it's, it's oh, like I know that. what you mean. I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, I know yeah. you're it's, it's there, are chickens, there are chickens that roam the yeah, thing. no, I think it's the same people that run the rendezvous, right? Do they? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I actually that. think yeah. I've actually think I've heard about the jug, the jug yeah, it's handles. so yeah. good. Yeah. The wings yeah. there are so good, and there's no there are no wings that yeah. even compare to it in Philadelphia. No, I agree. Um, yeah, no, the wings there are great, and and I and I, I will say, like, I think Wheel of Hands. Say what you oh, will. No, I, Come on. Say what Listen, you will. No, say, it's good wings. Right, what's it's your wing spot? What's your wing spot? Uh, I would say uh, North Third's got really good wings. For Pete's sake, has got good wings. O'Neill's can have some good wings. Yep. Okay, listen. Oh, don't they taste the same to you? They're like the North same Third. level of... North Third does not taste anything like a for Pete's sake wing to me. I, I just mean like in terms of its quality. Yeah. Like, there's well, nothing North, about it that yeah. makes it like stand out to me in any way they're all i like the, the i like size. the, the I thai know. chili wings at silk city they're pretty good Ooh, but that's yeah. like 
yeah, but they're like, but the texture is kind of like it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I, can't, I really can't argue wins. with your point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Argue yeah. your point. Yeah, no, I, I like, can, but we don't. After I wrote that article, I got. So, <laughs> I, I, it was like that was probably the most vitriol I've received from the internet. Wow. I, I didn't wow. know Philly was that into buffalo wings. I I only wrote it because it was like Super Bowl week or whatever, and people were mm. asking me where to get wings, and I was like, I don't. I don't have any re- good recommendations for you. Oh, dude, what, what are we doing? What are we doing hosting a podcast? We just sort of wing spot. <laughs> that's, that's right. Come on. That's right. We would we would kill it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so where where are you? Um, where are you recommending for takeout these days? Mm. Okay. I mean, here's what I'll say. And I, don't, I, and, I, I do... and I know you have to be, you know, I know there's politics involved, but like no, your no, no. neighborhood spot, your neighborhood spot that you're like, that's my go-to. I know I'm gonna get it like good stuff um okay for the most part i when we what we we don't do like fancy takeout i haven't done fancy right. takeout at all like yeah. those takeout the restaurant. doesn't work with fancy yes like no I, it doesn't and i don't different. want it to i don't want i don't want that for yeah, that i'm not you know bringing I mean? a steak home if i'm gonna eat a steak i'm putting it on my own grill that's right like, that's right that's right um, so I've been doing a lot of Indian takeout. There's a new place in South Philly called Laziz and it's been really good. It's like, you know, it's like not like anything special. It's not like they're not doing anything, you know, more than, more than any other Indian takeout place, yep. but it's like really, you know, you could take like the sad paneer, you can taste the spinach and, and you know, like sometimes you don't taste anything but spice or the, the spices right. they use, but you can taste the spinach. It's like very like, like prof- not professional, but like they know what they're doing in the kitchen there. So Laziz has been a good takeout place for us. Um, everything's always hot when we get it. Um, there's a new hoagie shop that just opened by me. It's called Dolores's, which is, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a terrible name for it. <laughs> but it, 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 fantastic hoagies. Like, I would say, put it, I, I would put it up against any hoagie shop in the wow. city. Wow. Yeah. wow. Where, and where are they located? It's on 2nd uh, and... Mifflin, Mifflin. Okay. Oh, so like that's five minutes from. It's not even. Yeah, five yeah, minutes walk from my house. Part of town. Yeah. yeah. Meet you there tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, it's, open, it's, yeah. it's open till <laughs> it's open till four thirty. It, ju- it like just opened like maybe like a week ago. Okay. But wow. Right. The right. guy he apparently worked in like some of the best hoagie shops in the city, so he like knows how to do it right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's also putting his own little spin on things like nice doing like a, a nice infused mayo and blah blah blah. Okay. Thank you for the wreck, man. I'm yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, right? Yeah. Uh, so this this is the last one for me because my, my edible just kicked in. <laughs> it came in like a bat out of hell, man. I can barely see you guys now. Um, so what what is this? I asked this, this of all of our guests. What is the secret to making a relationship last? It doesn't have to be relationship, relationship, just relationships in general. How, how do they last? I... Uh... I don't. I don't know if this is true. I've been in a. I've been in a relationship for seven years, so okay. that's that's not nothing. Um, I think confidence in you yourself. should. You should maybe rephrase that if that person. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best seven years of your life. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Of course. I, my my answer is like I. You need to have confidence in yourself as a person. I mean, yeah. all the other stuff like listening and you know being mm-hmm. loving and doing all the things mm-hmm. for the other person matter a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think having confidence in yourself makes it so much easier for both of you. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree 100%. That's yeah. a really great yeah. point that no one has ever pointed out. So good one. Nope. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Great piece yeah. of advice. Yeah. Uh, what is a candy no one should ever give out for Halloween? 
<laughs> Good I used one, to have a house in my neighborhood when I was growing up that gave out pennies for Halloween. Oh, they <laughs> were like <laughs> five of them wrapped together in scotch tape. My, I had gotten them. <laughs> it was so mean. It was such a mean thing to do. Um, oh, the I don't, I don't personally like these at all. And when I get them, I throw, it's like trash to me. The the hot tamales, those like yeah, individually wrapped gum, gumballs, spicy gumballs. Yep. It's like. I don't even know where you where you buy them. <laughs> they just appear. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But the the best just candy around in Halloween the world, time. The best candy in the world is the peanut chew. That's like my. Oh yeah. I'll I'll go to the grave with that. Yeah. Keeping it local. I'm in your I'm in your I'm in your wheelhouse. I'm a Reese's peanut butter. butter okay. Yeah. Any five, nut so and chocolate I'm, yeah. to me is like yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's Goldberg's right? Like the peanut yep. juice. Yeah. Yeah. That's filling. That to me that yep. there's there's no better texture. There's no better like you know. It's dark chocolate, which I really like. It's it's mm. a perfect candy. Nice. nice, nice. All right, well, uh, Alex, we appreciate it so much, man. Yeah, this thank you so much for having me. Yeah. This was really fun. informative. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we're on the same boat. We're rooting for Philly to come out, come through the other side, basically. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to for all of our sake. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank hey, you, Alex, buddy. what's your Twitter handle? It's, How do people yeah, follow you? It's all the same. Sorry, sorry. X, X, Tufik, X, and then X, and then the last name. And then it's T E W F I K. Is that right? Yeah, I'm I'm more of an Instagram person than a Twitter person, but okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot, Alex. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks, buddy. Just the sound of Philadelphia. Covered in blood, the man's office is covered in bugs, the youth dreams cut short.